It's more like a hobby for me. Simply, simply lovely. It's Friday, I never left. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Global Grid Girls. I hope you haven't forgotten my voice because it was finals and I missed because life is stress. Um, But I am back with Gabby, Lily, and Janice to discuss the fever dream that was the Miami Grand Prix. Yay. It was boring. The race was boring, but everything surrounding it, every time I saw something new, I was like, what the is happening? What (laughs) is happening? What is happening? I mean, yeah, but like they have interesting moments during the race. But I mean, so much happened during free practice or quality that I thought that more would happen during the race somehow. And I was like, okay, well, this is just a normal race until the end. So I was like, okay. (laughs) I mean, yeah, it got interesting after the safety car. Um, Obviously, glad Lando is okay. but like, it, yeah, it got interesting after, but like for the first 40 rounds, I was sitting there like, okay, you bitches hyped up the fucking Grand Prix for the last three years, at least that's what it feels like. And now I'm sitting here and nothing happens. Yep. The only like interesting things that happened were things that made me sad. So like Lando mm-hmm. having the spin, but also Mick, Mick and Seb. Oh God. <laughs> That was so bad. I felt so bad, except like, especially knowing the relationship that there is between those two. It's like, oh no. Yeah. It's pretty sad. Everything interesting that happened was off track this time. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, but like, honestly, it was a bunch of stars were there. We have that in Monica too. I mean, even the harbor was fake. You know what I mean? It, it just seemed so fake, to be honest. I didn't like it at all. That famous one. Yeah. Yeah. It- I, I was already like, wow, this is happening. And then they bring out the football helmets. And oh, my podium, God. And I was like, oh, my God. Please don't do this. <laughs> I, I like, didn't do this. so American. Mm. <laughs> But like the thing is the helmet thing I totally get because like they um have different hats like for a few companies in the past mm-hmm. so it's like that that's something I get that's kind of a tradition that they like established it was just funny and yeah. like I especially get it since the track kind of surrounds the Miami Dolphins like Hard Rock Stadium yeah but it still just took me by surprise I did not see it coming like with Texas, I know it's going to be cowboy hats, but like they pulled out the helmets and I was like, uh, oh, okay. I didn't know I needed to see the F1 drivers with uh, football uh, hat, with the football, uh, I forgot the name. Helmet, helmet. Like, yeah, thank you, the helmets. I just needed to see that. Like now I can die peacefully. Yes. I need to Photoshop one on the helmet Marco. (laughs) (laughs) 
That my commentators funny. in France said, yeah, why not? What, like for the French Grand Prix, why not just put barrets on their heads? <laughs> to like, be honest, that's what them, I thought. They just said, they just give them a baguette and then a barret. And then that's, that's just be French. So let's start doing this in every country. Why not? Imagine, like, oh. I mean, it, it can't be worse than the Zandvoort trophy from last year with that kind of recycled <laughs> beer bottle. So just give them the baguette. It's totally yeah. fine. It will be more tasteful than that. So all good. The, but, does that mean that for the Austrian Grand Prix, they could have Pirelli Lederhosen? Didn't they already do that? Like, I know that Red Bull, Red Bull sometimes... Did, like, Comes I mean, in I and, and Mercedes did it too, like I think 2020 or 20. Yeah, they did it for the um Mercedes like anniversary of existence or whatever. Yeah, they all had to lay the hosen. And it's I mean so- like it says Pirelli right across it. I mean, yeah, Pirelli right across it. <laughs> like up like horizontal, so it yes. really goes right above it. <laughs> And then you have the different size of the um, of the writing, so you can kind of see. <laughs> okay, let's let's not talk about it. Um, uh, Esteban Ocon had a really bad impact in FP three in turn thirteen. Yeah, it was. The, yep. Wasn't it the same turn as? It was the same turn as. Carlos, Carlos. Yeah, it was. Um, I saw videos of the crashes basically overlaid, like the videos overlaid, and it was copy paste, mm-hmm. literally the exact same thing. And I know that the drivers expressed their concern, um, because um, Esteban Ocon had a fifty-one G impact. That is the same amount of these that Max Verstappen had last year in Silverstone so pretty huge and I think color science was like 48 or 49 so not really far away from that but the FAA said it's okay no it's one not died. necessary to make better barriers it's just it's okay it's you're okay. good right <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah that's the way of the road yeah <laughs> I mean this was a boring race though this was the first time that like I watched it in my living room. So this was the first time my family actually joined me. And I was like, I'm sorry, this is not like, <laughs> don't base it off of this. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing yeah. is happening. I Girls. mean, the battles in like towards the end of the race were pretty good. Like from lab 40, 40 something. Mm. They were kind of good. Like the Carlos and Checo and Charles and Max, the battles, they were pretty good. Mm-hmm. Also, George Russell, still like the only one that finished P5 in every way, race. And again, Lewis Hamilton came on the radio and said something like, a strategy was not nice to me today, man. Yeah, it was kind of, but like, mm, I'm I'm not mad. At the same time, I thought it was, I was kind of happy. I thought it was nice to see some Mercedes like back. <laughs> so I was kind of happy about this, but then 
McLaren was like super low this weekend. Is it just wasn't their weekend because obviously Lando crashed, and then Danny just it wasn't his weekend. So as a McLaren fan, it just hurt so bad. But at the same time, other teams did good. So it's like I was trying to heal myself with the victory and the success of all the people. So I was like, okay. Also, another statistic thing. Yeah, that that was really sad. But yeah. Albon made it into place 10. So props to Albon for putting the Williams into the top 10 again, mm-hmm. which is like incredibly really impressive. Yeah. But also another statistic thing, Max Verstappen won every race that he finished this year. Like the only races that he didn't win were the ones where his car had technical difficulties and he had to DNF. So that's kind of a like impressive. Yeah. I also feel like Max is so much more chill this year. Yeah, because like he, he has kind of he, yeah, he doesn't have the pressure of the championships. It's like if I win the championship, it's good, but I'm I still drive the way I drive. Is I just do my thing, and if I win, then it's just a bonus. If I don't, then okay, I'll be disappointed, but I did what I could. I feel like <laughs> the life goal of an F1 driver, like it, it was always like to win. Uh, F1 champion like they basically like they they put all their tears blood sweat their whole lives revolve around like starting off with karting and going into the lower formula um, categories and then coming to formula one and I feel like that's like basically their life goal to to win and after they you do it it's kind of like huh nice Mm-hmm. you know you know then you're just kind of like, like okay well, i did it now <laughs> i did it <laughs> i mean and yeah. he's only 24 so he basically achieved it now mm-hmm. and if anyone ever comments saying like oh yeah but he doesn't really run the championship because he went to human error championship blah 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 i will personally punch you in the face thank you <laughs> You have the warning. <laughs> I, I mean, it still pisses me off that people do that because he had to have a damn good season to be like, even, yeah, that to be close. there. And even if they had ended tied, Max still would have been the world champion over their other, like, yeah, because he had more wins. So, like, okay there was some decisions like but let's not let's not talk about it again i'm sorry i brought it up let's let's go back to the race weekend i feel like this abu dhabi 2021 gets talked about way too much still so we're going to move on okay i just i just i just need to say something about lindo's crash yes oh i mean yeah it's not didn't want I didn't want to sound so exciting. I'm sorry. I'm tired. It's 11 p.m. for me. My dad actually jinxed it. And I was so mad at him for jinxing, like, Lando's crash. Like, Lando's. At the beginning of the race, just before the race, he said, okay, there there has to be, um, like, a red flag or some stuff, like an accident, a safety car. I was like, I'm sure Lando, I'm sure it'll be Lando. I was like, 
don't say that please it's my he knows that he's my favorite driver so he he always teases me but I'm like ah don't say that and then Lando crashed I was like I looked at him and I mean I think I was it was a nervous laugh but I was like come on seriously you, you jinxed it how could you and he just kept laughing at me because I was so mad and so sad at what happened but yeah just fun fact or not so fun my dad jinxed it your dad and I have beef but I feel like this is not the first time that Lily's dad has called something oh yeah that that's yeah. and I feel like we should reflect on that <laughs> I don't but he no but he said that Luis would win the championship he went this oh, close he was this close but yeah last year he said some things and was like okay but every time, you know, every time we're watching a race or usually it's free practice and stuff or some stuff and there's a safety car or a red flag and we're like, okay, this is Latifi, this is this. And every time he's right. It was like, I'm sure this is this. And he changes from time to time. So I was like, it's always the right one. I was like, have you, are, can you see the future? That, that gets scary, honestly. Is he manifesting this? <laughs> a bit too much, maybe. <laughs> If your dad can manifest that stuff, then I need some tips. I need to manifest how I'm going to influence an F1 driver to think, hey, the global brick girls are cool. I'm going to bring them to the paddock and I'm going to pay off her student loans. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's what we're manifesting, besties. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Or maybe like do a pop quiz with the drivers, kind of like um, grill the grid kind of thing. Like asked, get to ask each of them a question. I feel like we should try that this year, like when we're around track, um, to like get at least a few of the drivers to answer like one question. And we ask everyone the same question. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, try it. It would be fun. I mean, we can we can try. I don't know if if I'm just trying would... to think of what the one question that would be interesting would be something controversial. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, that's a very good question. I like the question that we asked Tony when she was with us. Um, like, if you could um the f1 team thing you know, do you remember oh, yeah. like um yeah if you, if could, you could build an f1 team yeah if you could build an f1 team who would be your two drivers and who would be your team principal and who would be your um engine supplier but i feel like that's a too long question that you can't just scream at them and they'll answer you know what i mean mm -hmm. because let's be honest we won't get close enough to like have an actual conversation with them so we need a question that you can like scream from 10 meters away and they hear it and turn around and says like oh yeah so and so you know what I mean mm -hmm. <laughs> we'll have to so think one. yeah if anyone has an idea shoot us in DM um on Instagram at global great girls or on Twitter or on tiktok or yeah i mean if you find all you can find if you find one you can find them all jesus christ my english is dropping i'm so sorry it's it's 11 p.m and it's it's getting pro progressively worse now <laughs> but so
I'm sorry. Go ahead, Lily. No, go ahead, Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say that another something that I, that I really liked about the race this weekend was that I didn't have to wake up at 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. to watch the race. Uh, the race was at 2 p.m. for me, so that was like very, very nice. I could sleep the week through the weekend, and I was very, very happy for that. So yeah, I just wanted to say that. I just felt like I needed to say it because I love watching Formula One, but I hate waking up early. That's a nice thing to I say. To... I mean, this I was... go ahead. No, go ahead, yeah, Maggie. This was the first race I've ever seen where it actually occurred in my time zone. Yeah. <sighs> That must have been so nice. Because I'm Eastern Standard Time, so I like got to watch it in my own, where I was like, wow, it's the same time for me as it is on track. This has never happened before. <laughs> it's so funny because for us European girls, it's like a, a occasion, or maybe that's the wrong word, you know, it's it's not the usual that we like have to wake up early like for Australia or stay up late like for Miami I mean Miami was like not that late but like it was still okay in the evening you know what I mean <laughs> to like um I think when it was over it was like 11 30 p.m which is like not that bad but yeah yeah I feel like we I can complain like I just cannot complain totally. because for example you girls or CC, she's like always having terrible terrible times because of different times and I was like okay I can complain because usually on Sundays it's around I don't know most of the time 3 p.m yeah 3 p.m 2 p sometimes Ray 2 p.m like the late as late we can have is like five maybe like, yeah but that's a later one yeah but that's but that's okay for us and yeah we can't we can complain we can open our mouth on the times of this one because we're literally so the rest of the year yeah we have like three maybe four races where it's like a time that is not super convenient for us mm -hmm. but like everyone else has basically two or three races where the time is convenient and has to wake up early for the rest of the 20 races you know what I mean it's like yeah and I think the times that are, aren't the best for us I don't I don't have the schedule in mind but maybe it falls during summer break so like at least for me it's okay even if it's late or super early I'm like okay it's summer break so it's okay but yeah. otherwise it's just it can be annoying for other people yeah totally I think the worst for me was Australia because Australia was at like 1 a.m. Mm -hmm. I, like I had I had worked a full day because um, I worked from like a 12 hour shift all day and then stayed up late to watch Formula One from like 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. Great decision making skills. I regretted it. Was it 1 a.m. on a Sunday? Like, mm -hmm. or was it Monday already for you? No, no, no. It was like Saturday going into Sunday. So like in my head, Oh, it yeah, was because Saturday, you're behind but... us. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, got it. Because for us, it was like 7 a.m., 6 a.m. when it started. Seven. Yeah, it was 7. Yeah, exactly. So, 
whatever you know what I mean okay <laughs> but Miami was a very hard weekend I think for the temperature yeah. because it was it was super hot on like on, on track and the atmosphere Ugh. was really hot and you could see I, I mean every driver but I saw a picture today of Max just sitting down and drinking because it was like it was what 30 degrees outside so it was like More. super hot and then when they were in the room like Carlos um, Max and Charles you could see that they like drank the entire bottle and it's like so hot and tired and it was like congrats guys because this uh, this must have been a very very hard race yeah and the Austrian commentators um compared it to like the really hard tracks like Malaysia for for example mm-hmm. so it must have been really tough Yeah, because the problem is that, like, Texas um, gets really hot, too, but it's a really dry heat. The problem with Florida is that it's, like, a sticky, muggy heat. The humidity in Florida will be so high that, like, to all those listening, Florida is one of those places that people in the U.S. are like, oh, I want to live in Florida. And, like, all the old people, when they retire, move to Florida. I will never move to Florida. I hate Florida. Um, If there's one thing you should know about me is that I hate Florida. Because it is sticky and it is hot and it is gross and just overall unpleasant. But also they have the Florida man. I was waiting for some sort of headline to come out of something really bizarre. But Florida man does this thing at the Miami Grand Prix. And I'm a little disappointed that the Florida man did not follow through. Something batshit crazy should have happened in the church of Florida. Imagine a naked guy running across track. That would have been something. You would say for next year, Florida. Like, it's an alligator. Yeah, face to face with Godzilla, there, man. (laughs) (laughs) Honorable mention, like alligators, and then it's human hair, human air. So you can't, you literally can't breathe. And like you said, human hair, and I was picturing a crocodile. Like yeah, sorry. I was like, hair. hair. I was like, no, there's no hair there. So I was like, okay, no, sorry. <laughs> okay, I, I still don't get it, but it's fine. No, but like Florida to me, when I think about Florida and Miami, I think about alligators everywhere, and just the air being so hot that you can breathe. To me, that is Florida. That is the okay. image I have of Florida. And why did we talk about human hair? <laughs> no, because at first I said to me, Florida is alligators and hair instead of air. Oh, okay. So okay I just okay, pronounced okay. The, uh, an H, so that changed the yeah, whole meaning. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Got it. But now in my head, I'm imagining an alligator with like a full wig <laughs> and then a Max Verstappen hat on top. I just now <laughs> imagine like an alligator with a toupee, you know, like with the thing there. Like, <laughs> like a Trump style toupee. Oh my god, a blonde one. Yeah. Blonde. Oh like god. Something, something like when you take like the split ends of your of your hair and you just take like just sticking, sticking an alligator. tape and put it on the alligator like like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Who is the alligator supporting? Um, I feel like the alligator is supporting um Lance Stroll. Oh, what does that fit? 
I don't know, but I just feel like the alligator they they would they would support menstrual. I don't know why it's just there are rumors that like um Lawrence Stroll is gonna like give up Aston Martin, right? Yeah. But does that mean we could be seeing someone else in that seat? Because if daddy's not paying for your seat, are you gonna have a seat? Daddy's cash. That's a good question. Um I've been I've, about that a lot lately. I feel like if um I feel like if Aston Martin gets bought by someone, um they they'll swap drivers i can even i i i maybe they would even switch both of the drivers like if sep said he doesn't want to race really long and he's really disappointed and maybe if there's another like change on the top you know what i mean i i maybe we could like i i don't wanna but like if there's a new team and they just buy the Aston Martin, I could imagine for it to be like the end of both of their careers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm I'm not like I'll miss Seb, but he's ready to be dad Seb. And that's I know. valid. But I want him to still show up to track, like mixed track supporter. Like he just shows up to the paddock with Mick whenever he wants to. Yeah, he, he could be like Uncle Sepp. You know what I yeah. mean? He he doesn't oh, have to drive yeah. anymore, but he will be in the box with Mick and giving him giving tips him like and helping him. Yeah, like I least, totally bring his kids back there with Mick. Yeah, like a family vacation. Oh, I can totally picture him doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then in that seat for Lance or Seb, we find Piastri. 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 Yeah. Piastri. Oh, yeah. Honestly. Ugh. Man's Please. needs a seat. Yes. Please give Oscar Piastri an F1 seat. <laughs> he deserves it. For he sure. Does. Yeah. I mean, they'll yeah, probably need another daddy's cash. You know what I mean? Like, if there's a new team and daddy's it's not a so really rich team, then they'll probably need another daddy's cash. Whoever that may be. Daddy's or cash are so in that seat with Oscar Piastri, if we say that there are two seats available, it's like another woman. Like we could try to include one woman. Jamie. Jamie. Yes. Jamie. That would be amazing. But since she... I don't think the world is ready for that yet. Like men aren't ready to see women. I don't think... I mean, yeah, that's an obvious problem. Don't get me wrong. But also, hasn't she lost all her super license points um, by going back to the W series now? Because, you know, you have to have a, a certain amount of super license points to be able to go into uh, Formula One? I feel like it would be kind of bullshit if they didn't include W Series to be any kind of super license points because they really don't give women many other options. It is, it is, but like you have to, you, you get, I think per season, like if you, depending on where you are, I'm not sure about it. I could be talking trash now, so so don't tag, take that for granted. Um, but I, you have to like 
get a certain amount before you can enter uh, Formula One. And I think she, I saw a video that she had enough, but then she went back to a W series and that's why she lost them. But at least if it's not her, at least another woman. But who? Another woman. I don't know. I don't have anyone. That could be something to think about. Like, I mean, if we say, okay, maybe at some year, like we're going to have two men. Okay. But after a certain year, a seat is available and a woman can get the seat like maybe that's going to motivate women even more knowing that the seat in formula one is finally available so it's like start fighting for f1 because now i don't know maybe they're fighting for um the a title but not an f1 title i think honestly we should start by putting women into formula three yeah you know what I mean? yeah. yeah at least they can prove themselves in a yeah i mean F1 you know i, I totally get that you have to like run through like the formula sports mm-hmm. like the the smaller categories but like can we at least establish like a, a girl or woman team in formula three so they can at least try to prove themselves mm-hmm. like where are they exactly you know what i mean that's one of the things that pisses me off with like men on tiktok i see who are like well yeah but like the drivers in like w series are basically just like formula three drivers so they're not even that good but like where else are they gonna go yeah what like where can they go to get better like for men there are so many options to get better and to like go up in leagues and women do not have that option mm-hmm. And I feel like it's something I see a lot in American sports too, where like there's just no option for women. Yeah, that's a big issue. Yeah. Don't get me on my feminist bullshit right so, now. So <laughs> honestly, new life goal unlocked. Um, I will become very rich within the next 10 years, and then I will buy a team in Formula 3 and give girls and women a chance, like exclusive. Period. But if that's what Seb does. <gasps> yes. Oh my god. <laughs> that would be um, so awesome. That would be really awesome. We all no. get a ton of money together and then yes. just like we buy it Let's together. do it together. Like, yes, girls I'm gonna finally... Where am I going to get this money? <laughs> we all have to win several rounds of lottery. I will marry wealthy. Oh, that's that's even exactly. better. I'm already married, so that's off the table. But like, you all go and find someone rich and hot, and how nice. expensive is an F1 team or F F3 team? <laughs> like, what expensive. are we talking about? To know the life goal, like, I don't know. <laughs> I I mean, I um, Do my husband's more colleague has a son rich? who does very good in carding at the moment and he has a few sponsorships already and stuff so i only know what a season in like a very low category costs but like (laughs) it's a lot yeah so um do we need like athlete rich or do we have to get higher higher i think we have to get higher we have to get brand rich like we have to establish a brand first you know what i mean 
Uh-huh. I just say, I just want to become successful. Like, I mean, we can cut that or whatever, but I want to become an actress. If I do good, I'm not doing this for the money. Okay. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not doing this for the money or anything, but I mean, if chance ever is in my favor, I could win like a good amount of money. So it's like, we are all going to share. We're going to have a party on the yacht in Monaco, and then we're going to buy an F1 team. We're going to sign the freaking contract on a yacht in Monaco with the drivers. Period. I mean, yes. <laughs> I can be the team mom. Yay! I like that. I like that and idea. I, I like cook. what you're thinking. Perfect. So, I can throw after parties. <laughs> you guys are all still on the market. Go marry rich. I'm working on it. Perfect. Same. I'm waiting till I'm waiting till I'm going to America and then I'll think about it. Perfect. I'll tell you to quote my grandmother, it's just as easy to fall in love with a rich man as it is a poor one. Mm-hmm. To quote my other grandma, you can learn to love after you get the money. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh my god. That's worse than the first one. I don't like I that. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I love it because we've nearly didn't we nearly didn't talk about Miami actually like we yeah but honestly it. there's not much to talk about Max did amazing even though he had like very little practice time and all shitty car like the whole weekend mm-hmm. and then he just went and overtook everyone within the first few laps so Miami Okay, I have a really specific description of the entire week that encapsulated Miami. And it was, Miami was one of those dreams where you wake up in like a sweat and you don't know what time it is and you don't know why your brain went there. That's how I felt about Miami. Like the race was over and I woke up in a sweat and I was like, what day is it? Why am I here? Yeah, I mean, it it was an okay race. There were worse races and no one got hurt. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, not yeah. really hurt, at least. So it's 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 fine. Also, props to George for starting P18 and coming up to fifth. Fifth, yeah. fifth, yeah. you know fifth. what I mean. <laughs> um, yeah, and props to Alonso for getting the Austrian commentator, um, Andrea Schlager. So good for you. She's hot <laughs> and really nice. Um, and that's all I have to say about this weekend. Yeah, I think Thanks. there's not much to say. <laughs> Thank you all again for listening to yet another chaotic episode of the Global Grid Girls. And if you like Miami, it gets progressively um, worse. Huh? I feel like it gets progressively worse every every episode. Like we had to start when we started the podcast, it was pure chaotic, and then over the winter break, we like found our groove and got more chill. It it was still chaotic, but not in a bad way. You're and on, now we're well, back to race stuff, and we're, we're unhinged, just... but we are unhinged in a way that's personality. <laughs> exactly, like, we have strong personalities. I feel, I feel like at, at first. I feel like at first it was chaotic 
because we were trying to get used to each other and like trying to figure out how everything works then over winter break we did that we achieved that and we got an order and at the same time there was no race so we had to find a structure and things to talk about but now we're just like whatever we're used to it we know we okay we'll do chaotic if we want to do chaotic yeah Honestly, I love our talks. My week is not mm-hmm. the same when I don't talk to y'all on Monday. Mine either. I've missed you over the past two weeks. Same. Same. I missed you. It was, it, it's, it's like, I, I just, I need our Monday meetings. Like, really. It's my shot of espresso of the week. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Oh, we're still you. recording. Yeah, we're um, <laughs> we're doing a heart to heart, and we're. So, yeah. we're ha- I mean, I was about to tell you that I love you all. And, I love you then, too. Love you too. <laughs> love you too. <laughs> Whatever. Um, go find us on social media and have a nice week. And if you're a viewer, know that our love for each other goes to love for you. We're trying to build this lovey-dovey, chaotic, unhinged community. And we love those of you who have decided to put up with our join. So thank you for listening again. We love you all so much. See you in Barcelona. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.